If it's the weekend, it's time to have fun with your pet. But when it comes to technology, apps, and what's hot, you don't want to waste money or waste your or your pet's time. Welcome to Pet Lover Geek with Lorian Clemens. In today's show, Lorian and her guests will keep you in the know to keep your pet happy as well as you and your family. Now here's your host, Lorian Clemens. Welcome to Pet Lover Geek. I just got back from a huge show in Orlando called Global Pet Expo. Uh, They claim it's the largest retailer show for pets. pet products. And I, I think they're probably right. I don't, I have no idea what the ones in Europe or Asia are like, but th- it's definitely the most ginormous show that we have here in the United States. And it's put on by APPA, which is the American Pet Products Association. It's in Orlando every year. They say that they have more than 3,010 by 10 booth spaces, over a thousand different exhibitors, more than 7,000 buyers uh, come to this show. I don't know how many press were there, not nearly as many buyers, obviously. Uh, there are over 3,000 new products that were shown this year, and several hundred of them were actually in this thing called the New Product Showcase, which is a favorite place of mine. And basically over 4,000 square feet of space in this huge building in the Orange County um, uh, Convention Center. I personally put on 17 miles on my Fitbit in the three days that I was there. And I've invited my good friend, Amy Tokik. She is the editor, all-around geeky, goody goddess of everything pet from Pet Guide. She's here on the show with me today. Amy, say hi. Hello. And Amy, I did, how much? How many steps did you put in? Did you keep track of your steps? I, I did not keep track, but my feet tell me there is way too many. Oh, my gosh. It they was, still hurt. It was huge. And they added an entire extra, like, wing this year, which and, is it's like, really? I thought last year was more than big enough. And then next year, get ready for this, it's going to be even bigger. Yeah, uh, it's moving the across new, the street to the bigger halls, right? Yeah, it's insane. The new product showcase is going to be in its own hall. Oh, Incredible. Crazy. And I'm I don't get those shoes with the wheels. Right. I, I, want, I, you know, I'm thinking like, granted, I had a cast on my foot, but back when I was doing the shows with my little knee scooter, it was really easier to get around. Oh, I want one of those. Oh, so. it was pretty awesome. But I had to wear a cast and have a broken foot, so let's not ever do that again. But okay. anyway, so big show. You and I had a lot of fun talking as we would pass each other in, in the aisles and things like that. Um, I want to start, before we get into some specific things that we saw that we really geeked out on just the general themes that we saw so i'm gonna i'll start for me there was so much marijuana at this show and and i i don't i don't mean that everybody was so much it was like nobody was token up because it's florida it's not legal there but every time i turned around there was something else that had hemp or cbd or all these kind of things or at least was playing off of the idea of it there were things that were like catnip things that were playing off of you know marijuana or getting your cat high or whatever that really didn't have any yeah the, the marijuana yeah and I'm, I'm not a big fan of those things there was also this thing that was like dope dog it was you know and I was like, yeah let's not let's not play on that actually getting our pets high because that's that's frankly not yeah, cool that's not what it does no it's not but I, there was a ton of it there what, what were your thoughts about that Oh yeah, it's I've seen it ramping up um, for the past one or two years, yeah. but this year it was such a huge trend. Like it was in everybody, all of the big companies, all of the treat companies mm-hmm. had at least one hemp or CBD product. Yeah, seriously, or, 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 or toys that were using hemp. That was just a big yes. thing in general too. Uh, there was one. I mean, honestly, I'm going to have to do an entire show and do a ton of research because it's so hard to know what's really 
good and what's not good out there. But there was one that was kind of interesting to me that was called Hungry Hound, and they had a a line called Hempy Hound, but they were using post-brewing grains from breweries, which I thought was kind of cool because I really like, you know, we're using as much of the product as we can and we're not wasting it because once breweries are done with their brewing of beer, they throw away that grain, but that grain still has a lot of nutritional value. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, But some of it, I was just, I mean, it was everywhere. It was, it was in oils and it was in incense and I was just it was just everywhere and to your point about big companies I noticed I didn't notice that any big you know what we think about those big name brand companies had actual CBD products but so many of no. them did have things that were playing on that trend of using it for calming and seeing like the calming trend was also another part in the essential yeah. oils part was part of it too yeah hemp is, is just huge you can use it in anything mm-hmm. um, and I've always been a big proponent of the CBD because it doesn't have the hallucinogenic properties. It's mm-hmm. all about the inflammatory properties, the anti-inflammatory proper, properties, um, and helping dog joints um, and helping them. It doesn't cure anything, but it does help them live a longer, uh, like they're they're living longer lives, and it's just helping them live a happier life. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting too because right now it can't be in food. And we'll talk in just in just a second about food, but it can't be in food because of the regulations that are around dog food. So it's just in treats right now. Yeah. And it's also going to be interesting to see because uh, the FDA is already sticking, you know, basically saying eh, 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 wait on some of the human based products that are making CBD claims. They haven't started doing it on the animal side, but I'm, I'm betting that that's coming soon, don't you think? Oh, definitely. Um, up here in Canada, we have uh, legalization uh, for for marijuana on July the 1st. So mm-hmm. that's like, recreational. Yeah. Um, so it's just a matter of time before all of the marketing and um, all the companies get into it. And I'm really looking forward to with the research that's going to come out. Yeah. Um, uh, and see where it goes. So um, this, it's a trend that's only going to get bigger. Yeah, talking about big trends, I think probably the biggest trend that I saw, it took up at least a third of the show, was natural foods for pets. Uh, yes. Oh, my definitely. gosh. Um, it, I mean, we can thank, uh, the, I believe, the millennials for, for this uh, trend, and they mm-hmm. want to they serve their pets healthy food, just the same kind of food that they would eat themselves. And it's, and it's brilliant and good for them. Like, um, we, we need to rely on the millennials to kind of push us forward. Yeah. I am speaking as a Gen Xer. So I'm yeah, not, yeah, I, I, I am too. And, and I appreciate it too, because like the, the same trends that we're seeing in human food, we certainly are a big time seeing this year at the show, you know, clean labels. That was a big, big theme in a lot of places, full transparency. There are entire dog food brands out there that are just launching that are all they are about is transparency. That's all. That's their main marketing thing that they're playing on. Ancestral diets and raw. So much, so much raw and non-GMO labels everywhere. And you know that segment of the industry, huge growth. You know the whole industry had sixty nine point five billion dollars spent last year, but just the dog food or pet food was twenty six billion, and they had a bigger increase overall than the rest of it did. It was just really incredible. What I really liked was the transparency part, and you yeah. can follow. Some companies, you can actually, you just type in the number on your bag, the lot number, and you can see where all of the ingredients came from, mm-hmm. how they were transported, uh, what farm they came from. It's amazing. Yeah, I think Pure Lux was one that we visited. There were a couple out there that were talking about transparency, but I remember Pure Lux had, in particular, that particular uh, way of looking, being very transparent about the food that they put out there. Now, you were also mentioning about probiotics and how it was like everywhere. 
Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Everywhere. Yeah. So they had, you could, um, it wasn't just in the pet food. It was also supplements as well. Yeah. Or, and in liquid form. Yeah. Um, and they're like, I mean, this is totally coming off the, the human products for pets. Um, and I mean, pets, any kind of mammal has the same kind of digestive system, the same kind of bacteria in their bellies. And it, it makes sense for pets. Um, and these, all of the probiotics that I saw were also, um, like I could try them. Mm -hmm. So tried a lot of probiotics. And let me tell you, my gut is pretty happy. <laughs> well, and I can't tell you how many booths I went to where people were spraying stuff in their mouth and dropping things in their mouth and eating it. It was like, it was really, it was definitely a different <laughs> way yes, of experiencing things. Yeah, but it was all over the place for sure. And, and the other big thing that I saw in food, and I think you mentioned this too, was again, I think thank the millennials, is this idea that we want to enjoy the eating experience more. And there was much more of a foodie kind of feel and dog toppers and broth was yeah, everywhere. So, yeah. So the idea of feeding your dog the same old, same old because of stomach problems, um, that isn't really an issue anymore because you do have the probiotics, which helps change over uh, to a new food. I mean, I change, my dogs don't eat the same food every day. Mm -mm. They have different food, just like I do. Um, and food toppers and broths help do that. It helps transition. You just, you put a little bit of, of the chopped meat, um, from the pet food brands or wet food or the broth. I love the broth idea. Yeah. And you just mix it into their dog food and they gobble it all up. Yeah. And we are, I mean, we've started doing this just in our own home. We'd actually start, I don't know if we were following a trend or if we just started doing it because we have a very picky dog, but we had started using all these different food toppers and, and it's amazing. All the brands all of them have them now. And uh, there, a lot of them are, frankly, I think, too, trying to play off of the raw trend, which is huge. Uh, yes. Because so, yes. so many of them are using that. F they, they actually use the word raw in, in their um, marketing, but it's freeze-dried raw, which really isn't yes. raw. But it's, it's still well, it like that. it just helps it last longer. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and it's, it's definitely a big thing. And I was, I was cracking up, too, like speaking of broths. One company has a whole new line of bottled dog water, which, of course, is one of those silly roll your eyes up like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? But it's again, it's like definitely like one of those trends of humanization of everything out there. Definitely. Yeah, the freeze dried bits I saw in food um, in the dog food that I saw were it was really interesting how what a, what a big how, how not how. It was a big leap for them, yeah. you know, going from kibble to, oh, hey, look, we have raw. And even though it's not, it's not um, like it, in its purest form, yeah. it, and, and raw often gets a raw deal, ha, 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 pun, pun intended. <laughs> um, I'm glad to see that the freeze-dried is becoming more popular. Like the Honest Kitchen for the longest time was the only uh, company I saw doing freeze-dried. Mm -hmm. So it's it's kind of nice to see all of these other companies embracing the trend. Yeah. And some, I mean, like name brand companies like that, that have been out there for a long, long time, even the, the brands that are under Purina and under Mars and, and, uh, you know, well pet and all those kind of, even those guys are starting to bring in those ideas that are clearly yeah. coming from, uh, the independent food companies which are um you know nipping at their heels so to speak um yeah. and speaking of honest kitchen i just gotta do a shout out we love their freeze-dried broth oh um, yeah it's one it's of so our good. dogs very favorite toppers so and it was exciting that they have a couple of new things there as well also speaking of probiotics because it wasn't just in food and broth there were so many things on the floor that 
that used that. And, you know, it almost became, you know, like a catchphrase that everybody wanted to put in, either enzymatic something magic or probiotic something magic with, you know, sewn in microbes. I mean, it was in everything. It was in yeah. shampoo. It was in uh, so many more odor sprays than I have ever seen before. And everybody, of course, claims to be the absolute best. And they're all spraying oh. it in their mouths, which was cracking yeah. me up to no end. I, I got to tell you a secret. Yeah. I use dog shampoo. Do you really for yourself? I do for myself. And I've used it for about a year. I use the Equus line. Yeah. Now that was made for horses, but they have a, they have a dog line and that's the line I use because of the, uh, the microbes it has in it and the enzymes. Yeah. You know, and I, we stopped by the Warren London booth, which of course Boston Terrier. So I have to stop because I love them. Um, but they have a new line that's got, uh, all probiotics and stuff like that. And they're very nice smelling. I don't know that I would use it in my hair, but just because I'm kind of Right. about my hair but they also i also have to say that i loved uh messy mutts who by the way totally non-tech but they have an amazing water bottle for dogs that i just love to death but they and they're also, canadian uh, they are canadian. they were fantastic i really yes. liked a lot of their stuff but they are taking the ever fresh probiotic technology the stuff that's been out in human stuff for a long time like the stuff that's in shoals odor eaters um, and they're now putting it into their beds. Now the beds are more expensive, obviously, because it's a, a lot more expensive material base. Yeah. But I, I like this idea that, you know, and that they're putting it into these things. So, cause we have stinky wet dogs, we live in the woods and, and it's these are beds. Some of them, uh, we've stopped buying beds, by the way, that you can't throw the covers at least into the washing machine because they're worthless to us if we can't. Yeah. Um, I, I stopped by the messy mutts actually, and I will be testing their new beds. Yeah. So once I do that, because my dogs, oh my God, they stink. I don't even know what they're doing when I leave the house, but, um, <laughs> yeah. they stink and they're like, they'd like to mark their territory. Um, yeah. so I will be testing that out and I'll give you an update on that. I appreciate that. Yeah. Now we're, I think we're going to try to get one too at the office at Pet Hub because we have five to six different dogs at any time and they all just use, you know, these community beds so the beds are pretty ripe by the end of the week so we're, we're looking forward to testing some of those um love that um and then just kind of in general and i know we're going to go into this more but just kind of your thoughts too on pure tech there was a lot of it oh there was so much i was in my element it was so good yeah it was and i thought okay so i'm just gonna because I, i'm in the pet identification space obviously there were so many bluetooth uh, ID tags at this show. I guess I uh, probably 10 maybe about. Yeah. Yeah. And what killed me when I was talking to them is that so many of them think that they're doing it better than everybody else. And, and, but they're so similar. They're all so, so similar. And I yeah. only saw one that was really taking it so far. Uh, the WAGs, W-A-G-Z. They're just taking They're like, hey, we're going to go full on internet of pets and make everything connected and through this collar and through this app. And it was, they're very ambitious. And I think they said that April was when their first big monster collar is going to come out. And it's really, I think, neat and exciting. But everybody else seems to be pretty much all on the same playing field. And it'll be interesting. I'm going to get a few of these things to test. But have you gotten to test many of the, the Bluetooth trackers that are coming out that are kind of like tile, but putting on a pet collar? Um, well, I've tested out the ones that are built into the pet collars. Mm -hmm. um, I, You know, you guys did it first yeah. with the Wi-Fi tags. And yeah, it's all like it's, you know, I'm not like giving you all your props here because I don't want your head to get too big. But um, they're basically it copies. Yeah. So it's like well, they do the exact same thing. 
Yeah. So why bother? It's the callers with the built in that come in with the um, like the the fitness trackers and the steps and the sleep. That's yeah. what I'm interested in. Yeah, I think I think that these the lost pet things. I mean, we tested it obviously ad nauseum with uh, Pet Hub, and we actually walked away from it because we didn't think that the technology was good enough for finding lost pets. That was our thing. But I'm, I'm interested to see what the, you know, they are the next generation. So I'm really interested to see. I can't wait to test them, see, see what happens. Telling me we got to go to the next segment. And we are going to have an entire segment talking about tech. So we'll, we'll get back to that in a minute. Everybody hang tight. We're, you're listening to Pet Lover Geek. We are doing a show recap from Global Pet Expo with Amy Tokik from PetGuide.com. We will be right back on Voice America. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York, Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Show host Sharon Kleina interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleina Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Listen Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is Pet Lover Geek with Lorian Clemens. If you'd like to connect with the show today, please send an email to PetLoverGeek at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. We're back on Pet Lover Geek, and we're talking with Amy Tokik from PetGuide.com about our fabulous experience at Global Pet Expo last week in Orlando, Florida. Amy, I don't know about you, but I'm in cold, wet, rainy, rainy weather right now. You're up in Toronto. Is it as gnarly as it is here? Yes, it's uh, right now it is rain, and we expect rain and gray until about mid uh, May. Yeah, it's kind of uh, what we've got that's in our Seattle. Spring. Yeah, it's kind of like what we got in Seattle. We're going to have very similar weather. So we'll get one more snowfall and then it'll be summer. Yeah, there you go. Well, we're hoping that we have um, one more snowfall so we can get one more good snow weekend or two, ski weekend or two in before uh, summer comes. But uh, let's get back to the show. So 
There were a number of things, before we get into the super geeky and techie, there were a number of things that I, I liked and I think that you liked just because of the designs were cool, just innovative things that were different. And so we're going to talk this second segment about that. So I'm going to start off with uh, Aquapaw, which, you know, it actually, I think, won one of the awards uh, at the show for one of the best new products. It's so stinking simple. It attaches a hose to your bathtub, and then you slide this little um, mitt onto your hand, and then there's a quick little on-off button that you operate with your thumb, but allows yeah. you to bathe your dog without I having saw. to... What's that? Yeah. I saw that. I loved that thing. Yes, it was. I think it started on Kickstarter. Yeah, oh yeah, and they were also uh, yeah Kickstarter, and they may have even been on Shark Tank for all I know. But they, um, because a couple people I talked to were actually on Shark Tank. They were fantastic. I think this is a fantastic product, and they've got this supplement product that is a little, um, you know, uh, suction cup thing that you put on the wall of your uh, shower, and you put either pate or peanut butter or something on it to yeah. keep your dog in place while you're giving him a bath. That's brilliant. <laughs> it is. I always just put it on the corner of my tub. Right. I like sink. to slap it right on there, but this like makes it so that it's easy to clean up and everything like that. Um, so anyway, I thought it was really cool. It's got, it's got, you know, the little nubs in it to help massage your dog and get out that extra hair and everything like that. And I just thought it's an ingenious little simple product, very affordable. You can get it on Amazon. So anyway, it's called Aquapaw. That was one of my favorite designs. You had one, speaking of water, uh, for a dog pool. Yeah, you can use it as a as a bath or a pool. And what I like about it is it's just so travel friendly. Friendly. It's called the I think it's pronounced dog. Like there's two O's, so D O O G. Um, but you can it pops up. You can wash your dog, or you can just use it as a pool, like on your patio mm-hmm. or your deck. And I really and it comes with these cute little pet uh, floaty toys, and they bob up and down. Love it. Yeah, and it's very compact. I I did I didn't actually get to stop and look at it, but I I. There was a ton of stuff that was out there that was much more travel friendly. People clearly understand now that we all travel with our pets. So that's a great product for that too. And and the other thing that you saw that you really liked was the fur zapper. Oh, yeah. Like I always look for uh, products that gets fur off my clothes because I have um, a long hair black and white, uh, Japanese chin mm-hmm. and he is shedding constantly. So I look like a fur ball myself <laughs> and there is like, I could use any kind of those sticky rollers. Oh. Um, I have tons of products and none of them work hundred percent. Right. Like I always have a crap load of fur on me. So I want to try this one out. It's called the fur zapper. And so you use it in your laundry I have never seen a laundry detergent or any kind of laundry product that will that says it will take fur off of your clothes. Yeah. So you, it removes all the pet hair from your clothes and laundry while you wash them, and you can use it in the washer and in the dryer. So it. I can't prevent, wait to hear. I can't I wait to hear how this works for you. I I I, I need to try this. I'm going to reach out to them. I saw it in the new product showcase, uh-huh. so I will be contacting them and giving it. Like if, if my, if it works on my clothes, then it'll work on everybody else's clothes and it's made in the USA. So you got to look that up. 
part. That's cool because there's a lot that we saw that was not made in the U.S. or in North America in general. I have to tell you, I was I was relatively disappointed with things that take fur off of furniture and things like that. Uh, pretty much everything out there was the same stuff that had been out there before. And I just turned in my car that I had leased and I could not get the dog fur out. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for something like fur zapper, but because obviously I can't throw my car in the washing machine. Um, yeah. But I did, I did really like, and I, I got a pair to try. I can't wait to try it, uh, of the hands-on gloves. Uh, uh, are those the rubber ones? Yeah. They, they, you know, they, they, they look... Nubbin. Yeah, with the nubbins on them. And, of course, yeah. they, they look a lot like a lot that's been out there, but they're, they are different. They're slightly different material. They are gloves that are made to different sizes, which is great because some of those ones are so huge, you feel ridiculous and they're slippy slidey when you're trying to use them with your pets. And these were actually developed originally, the hands-on gloves were originally developed with horses. So really yeah. heavy-duty stuff. Um, and I played with them just a little bit last night with uh, Uller and enough hair came off that my husband like was standing over top of me with the vacuum cleaner and saying, you're going to do this outside tomorrow, right? <laughs> so, but uh, you did it on your dog. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You actually, and you're able to use it in the bathtub and stuff like that too so i'm excited i'll be testing those more it'll be really important for me to test that mm, in like two months when the weather changes because that's when the right. shedding will start now let's change gears completely you and i both found uh either toys that you could turn off the squeakers or that had soundless you mentioned soundless squeakers i don't know if this is the same thing that i found but a number of places had toys now that you can turn off the squeaker yes I love this. Which ones yeah, did you I, find? Well, um, Worldwise always has a huge range of toys, mm-hmm. uh, like um, the plush toys yeah. that come with a soundless squeaker. So they're at a frequency that only dogs can hear them. Oh, so okay. when you squeak it, dogs go nuts, but you can't hear a thing. Oh, I do like which that. I love. Yeah, I got to yeah. try those then because the ones that I was finding, I found some at M-Pets that doesn't look like they're for sale yet, but they were in the booth trying them out. They also, a Kong had a, a set as well, and I think R2Pet had one too, where you can actually, the squeaker is that high, squeaky, 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 but you can then turn it off. I saw the Kong ones, but I didn't see the ones, uh, the M-Pet ones. M-Pet, M-Pet so. had a whole bunch of new toys that I've never seen before. Now, they're a Chinese, Chinese company that primarily operates out of Europe, but they do have a, a, a U.S. Uh, line as well. Uh, it'll be interesting to see when they actually come to the U.S. because I haven't seen them yet. I couldn't actually find them anywhere online for U.S. sales, just uh, U.K. sales, Europe sales. Right. Um, another thing that I thought was uh, just talk about simple, simple, simple design, but but pretty awesome and we are going to get one for our house is the claw guard did you get a chance to check that out no what's that so it's really interesting it's a piece of plastic it's the one side has a texture on it one side is smooth that is is specially made to go over your door handle and block not just the the door below the handle but also the frame around the door which of course gets destroyed by dogs that like to uh scratch there and it's just the whole design and the way he did it was very thoughtful. There's also a way that, that you can stick the bottom, um, and it's a removable stick so it's not going to ruin your door, so it stays in place. And there's a slight deterrent when the dogs scratch it, it because of the texture, they don't like it. So most dogs, actually, once they've scratched it once or twice, find that experience so unpleasant that they will no longer scratch at your door. Or the, the smoother side um, can also be used. We have a big problem with one of our one of our dogs. Just no matter how much training we've done, we cannot get her to not scratch the door. And we just kind of gave up and said, "Okay, that door is destroyed, and we're just going to have to eventually replace it." Um, 
<laughs> because repainting it was a worthless experience. So, uh, but it was just, it's just, it's an ingenious, very simple design. And he also has a, a new line of tapes that go on the bottom. So like dogs that are outside that are trying to scratch, that are scratching away your weather guard, that kind of thing. And it's, it's so durable, but it's, it's simple. And I thought it was just really ingenious. So I'm, I'm looking forward. That's just a great design in general. I'm looking forward to testing that too. That sounds really cool. I can't wait to hear more about it. Yeah. And another one that I thought was kind of like a awesome, this is an awesome, you know, uh, way of looking at things was um, pee pads. Let's just talk in general about pee pads. I don't know about you. Did you not see like a ton of new pee products out there in general? Yeah, I did. Um, I'm, I'm always kind of, you know, iffy about pee pads because I mean, there's only so much you can do with them yeah. and they still smell and it's right. still a pee pad. Um, and then you use them a cup, you use them like for one day and then you got to throw it out. Right. And then, I mean, my garbage is full of them. Yeah. Well, and I know that for a lot of people, they are lifesavers because of, you know, whatever the situation is, um, they need to have a pee pad. I, there's one that was kind of funny and I, I, sorry, I didn't write down the name of the manufacturer. I can't remember, but it actually has a, uh, in the middle, there's a pop-up, um, thing for boy dogs to, uh, pee onto. It looks like a little fire hydrant. Did you see those? Yes, yeah, so it's made by, um, they have a reality show. It's the, the little couple. Oh, okay. Oh, that's is that interesting. What it is? I, that super nice guy. He, he's, he manufactured, he, sorry, he developed it with his brother. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought it was, there's one of those things that uh, we don't use pee pads in our house, but I know that a lot of people do. And I looked at it and I was like, that's an awesome idea, but I'd be a little bit worried that the dog might miss you know, um, but okay. So, but the pee pad, uh, by, by the way, and I also mentioned there were a number of reusable pee pads that were out that were very much an eco conscious type of thing. I saw a number of those out there. Part of me has a skeeve factor about that. It's, it's, you know, almost one of those things the whole, you know, with also with baby diapers that, you know, washing yeah. with baby diapers and stuff like that. Like my heart wants to use them. My you factor has a hard time with them. Although, you know, should I ever be blessed with a baby? I'll probably do them anyway, because I don't want to be filling up landfills with diapers, but there is an ick factor there. But speaking of diapers, I really liked this company out of Brazil. Um, and I can't remember their parent company, but the product is called Wiz Smart. And they actually started uh, partnering with manufacturers of diapers who, I didn't know this, 80 million diapers a year, unused, get thrown away because of either manufacturing defects or people not using a, a full package of them before the baby huh. outgrows them. Over, I had no idea. Yeah. It's a huge waste issue. 80 million. Not to even mention the used diapers that are out there in, yeah, um, that's gross. The, yeah. in the landfills. So <laughs> diapers are, are just this, you know, uh, eco nightmare. So what these guys did was they said, hey, there's over 80 million uh, of these unused diapers that are filling up landfills annually. What if we took the fill that's inside of those, which is already like this top quality fill and use those in pee pads instead of the standard cotton fill that they, a lot of pee pads have. So they developed a pee pad and the demo that they did was really incredible. They, they took, um, some of the standard popular pee pads that are out there, the ones that, you know, frankly, my family uses when, when they use them. And they put, you know, the, the, the several ounces of liquid on one, and then they put several ounces of liquid on their whiz ones. And just like a baby diaper, it made it isolate into one little space rather than if you've seen a pee pad, like a 
dog pees in one spot and it just spreads. Like, oh yeah, I know. Huge, I've got right? A problem right now. Yeah. But the other thing was that they timed how long it took before you could touch the the wet spot, and in less than thirty seconds, the the whiz pad, the whiz smart was completely dry to the touch. Like I could rub my hand all over. It didn't get wet at all. And the standard ones, the, the, which is the most popular brand that they're like using, uh, was still sopping wet. And then you put your hand underneath and it was cold on the standard ones because you know they get that condensation thing going. Yes, it's gross. It is gross. And then the Wiz Smart ones were completely the same temperature. Well, I, I had to try those. Yeah. And I thought, I thought, wow, that's like really ingenious. I, I just thought it was just a, a really interesting way to do it. I, I, I hope they are as cool as I think they are. Um, like I said, I don't use them, so I can't test them, but, but you can. So that would be awesome. Yes. Tell me about you. One more thing to talk about before we go into the last segment. You mentioned uh, a really neat dog personality thing. Yeah. So this one, my, uh, my minion, as I call her, Lori, who mm-hmm. I brought to the show, she found this. Um, it's called Canine Colors. Mm-hmm. And... The maker of the product, I hope I'm pronouncing her name right, Latina Fox. Now, she came up with this product to help um, shelters find compatible uh, matches for the dogs. Mm -hmm. So, you know that rehoming is such a huge problem. People um, go to buy a dog or they go to a shelter, they bring the dog home, and it's a complete mismatch for both the people and the dog. Mm -hmm. So by working with the shelters... Fox created the canine color. It's a booklet. So basically you can learn more about your dog um, with color personalities. So it's kind of based on in 1978, um, the true colors personality assessment was established and it basically um, gives you insight into yourself by using four colors to represent four different personality and temperament. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm familiar with that. A lot of companies yeah, so, use that type of thing too, yeah. Exactly. So this is using that principle. Um, so you use the cards on yourself and then you use the cards on the dog. Hmm. And Fox believes that it will help reduce returns to shelters. And I totally am on board with this. I think it's a great idea. Uh, Lori did the whole test and she's a blue and it means that she cares and she also adopted a dog last year from Global Pet Expo, which is hilarious. <laughs> um, and Lily, the puppy that she adopted, is, is an orange type, which means she's active is in, and engaging and playful. So even though they're different personality types, Lori can now make her life even happier with them um, by knowing what kind of a personality that she has. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's cool. So, yeah, it's really cool. So there's like orange and green, gold and blue. So I haven't taken the test yet, but I'm, it's going to be very interesting to see. I think Oscar, my Shih Tzu mix, um, he and I are very much on the same level, but Zed is all over the place. So it's mm-hmm. going to be interesting to do the test with him. Well, I should definitely have them on the show. And and uh, make sure you put them in touch with me because I think that that would be something that uh, my listeners would really love to hear about. And I'm sure my listeners really want to hear us talk about the tech that was at the show, which is our last segment. We'll be back with that in just a few minutes after these messages on Voice America.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, The Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Show host Sharon Kleiner interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleiner Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Listen Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is Pet Lover Geek with Lorian Clemens. If you'd like to connect with the show today, please send an email to PetLoverGeek at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. We are talking today about Global Pet Expo and the wonderful geekiness that we found. And joining us today on Pet Lover Geek is Amy Tokik, the editor of PetGuide.com. And uh, thanks again, Amy, for coming on the show and chatting with us. Always a pleasure. Now, there was a lot, a lot of tech at this show. and uh, How happy was I oh. to see so much tech? Oh, it was amazing. It really it was. was. like being at CES, but for pets. Right, yeah. And I, I was, I was, I mean, a lot of it was repeats of stuff that we've seen, but like on a much bigger scale, like just more people doing it, which was really, really yeah. exciting. And what I thought was cool, and both you and I wrote this down as uh, one of our favorite products of the show, and it actually won the best product in CAT, was the mouser which we was, have good taste oh it was such an awesome awesome product so it's m-o-s-r um mm-hmm. and real quick uh, th- this is a group of uh graduates from uh, uh university of illinois champaign urbana's uh, comp sci program which is just one of the top programs in the nation and they formed this company called pectronics and then they created um this fabulous mouse toy why don't you describe it amy Oh, I love it. Okay, so it's this wee little, it almost looked like it's a big wheel, mm-hmm. but for cats. So it, it, it runs around on these two big wheels, um, but you can put an attachment on its rear end that yeah. is like a tail, and your cat chases it, and it's awesome. So it's, um, it has, what makes it different than other cat toys is the fact that it has artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it can bang into things, and it will just topple over and keep going. And it it's makes amazing. the cutest little noises. It does. And it has a little mouse house that it goes to to recharge. It's super adorable. And it, and it comes with its own little app that you yeah. can use um, 
they suggest no, to work with uh, your cat and the mouser at home first before you do the app so you know what it does and so they, you're familiar with it. Yeah. But, oh, my God, you could have so much fun at work with this. Oh, it's, it's, uh, it's one of those things that, first of all, I'm going to be bringing it into my house, but I know yeah. our dogs are going to be going nuts for it. And the guy like kind of got this scared look on his face when I said, oh, my God, my dogs are going to go nuts. He's like, no, don't let the dogs touch it. Don't let the dogs touch it. <laughs> Hopefully they'll um, make a dog version. Right. Well, I hope they do actually come up with some sort of dog version because it's really, really ge- ingenious little device. But he did say that they, uh, not that I'm going to test this, but he did say that they were like, when they were originally testing the durability of this guy, they were like, you know, throwing it on the ground and all these yeah. kind of things and up against the wall. It's so cute. It, 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 it wheels around itself. It's just, it's, it's like a little transformer kind of thing. And I hope actually too, that they come up with a couple more tails because the tail attachment thing is really awesome. And I love the fact that when you like touch its tail and you like hold it, it, it makes little movements and jerks and sounds. And it's, it's I can just see the tat, cat just going nuts over it. So I thought it was just really well done. Yes, they're getting it's it's in pre-production now. Yeah. Um, so by the summer, it should be out in stores and it has a pretty good price point. It's about one hundred and thirty dollars. Yeah. So not bad at all. Well, and how cute were the inventors? They were adorable. Oh, they're adorable. No, they're fantastic. I think they should have still been in school. No, uh, look well, actually, cute. I think at least one of them dropped out to join the team. <laughs> so uh, I thought that was awesome. So I'm glad that we both like that. Um, yes. Now, one product that I think was probably my second favorite product there, and I've actually seen earlier iterations of this before, and I didn't pay much attention. I don't know why. But this year, uh, I paid a lot of attention to Cat Genie. I will admit that I totally geeked out on the big, huge, ceiling-tall structure they had that had the disco lights coming out of it. That I, The bling did definitely bring me to the booth. <laughs> yes, yes. But uh, this is a flushable cat toilet that um, just uses the same pellets uh, over and over again. So it's also crazy eco-friendly. And I, I sat there and watched the entire cycle of this thing. Now, granted, they had a seven-minute cycle, and I think the full cycle is actually 30 minutes. So they had just the demo cycle. But it is amazing. Did you get a chance to actually see how it works? No, I didn't see how. I walked by, and I, I didn't have the time. I was full of, of appointments. But I did yeah. see it. It looked super cool the way it was all going swirly and stuff. Oh, yeah. And it, so it completely cleans the pellets. That You know, there's a scoop to take out the, the solid. And then the solid goes into the back uh, back uh, container that is like a holder container that you have to take out about once a week if you have one cat, maybe twice a week if you have two cats. But the liquid waste and any kind of residual poo um, – gets washed down, gets cleaned. And it like, it, it, um, it hooks in to your regular, um, plumbing system. So you can either put it in the laundry room and have it be part of the same system that takes the washing water out, or you can have it be in your, uh, a bathroom and, uh, it's relatively quiet. It's about the same size as one of those big, uh, little robots, which we have a little robot, which our cats really like, but it's just, I love it. I thought it was so well done. That's amazing. Yeah, and the new, uh, I, I believe that they said that the um, their new version of it, which is what, of course, I saw demoed, is going to be coming out in summer. Uh, price point, it's a hefty price point. I mean, it's in the $300 range. But if you think about it, it eliminates the need to constantly scoop in the poop and the pee. It, you don't have to keep buying litter. Uh, the, yes. litter the litter that they provide is, is enough to last most cats for a year. And then you just have to supplement a little bit of these pellets along the way. Um, so 
I just think it's I think it's awesome and I I was excited about it and and it's the first time I've seen flushable toilets in the past that I was like that looks really clunky and badly designed this I thought was beautifully designed that's really cool it is now talk I want to we're going to move to totally just like the fun and just wacky the pet robot <laughs> uh, yes was it iPet robot or something like that it looks like yeah. e- it looks like Eve from uh Wally yeah, so I it really does. So I went down to the the uh, China Pavilion, yeah. and China gets a bad rap about a lot of things, um, which is unfortunate because they come out with the best tech. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, I love going to the China Pavilion, and everybody is always so nice to me and very uh, very eager to tell me about their products. Yeah. And I I found a few that I'm like, ooh, I need this. Ooh, I need that. They all happen to be in pre-production at the moment, right. but when they do, I'm totally drawing them out. So the first one is the iPet robot. Um, what I love about the um, iPet robot, other than it looks like Eve, is that it has these little compartments for the treats. So like other treat cams, like this is basically a treat cam. So instead of, of spewing out a crap load of treats to your dog, um, it has little sections in the top of the robot and you can put as many or as little as you want. So it really gives you that portion control. Um, while and variety. Talking. And variety. Yes. yes. So that's what I really like about it. I haven't seen um, a treat cam that does this. So I really like that part about it. And, it. and, oh, another great thing is that you can move it from room to room. It has wheels. Yeah, that's actually what I thought was like. So it is essentially, like you said, it's a treat cam. It's like pet chats yeah. on wheels at, with a remote control. And, exactly. Um, a video camera. You yeah. can record. You can do all of the stuff as a treat cam. Um, only this is you can follow your dog around. Yeah, and it's got the laser too. Although I see my husband using it to chase the dog around, but that's that's. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of have that too. <laughs> We're so evil. Now, so didn't yeah. you also find a, a TV for dogs over in the China Pavilion? I did. It's so super cute. So again, in pre-production, but it's a TV that's built just for your dog. So this isn't, it comes with programming, but is the cutest little TV I've ever seen. It has little horns on it and a smiley face. It's adorable. Um, is again, it chew, is it a chew resistant? I, it, it, yes. Cause I have a chewing problem. Yes. So, um, I really like this, uh, not just because of the design, um, but it is created to allow better perception and visual uh, visualization for your dog. Mm-hmm. Um, so it will engage your dog and stimulate their brain. So yeah. it's made just for your dog. Right. Because they have different vision than we do. So that's interesting. It'll be interesting to see who else ties in with them. I mean, I'm not going to mention any names, but there are clearly yes. some in, uh, folks that are out there in the pet industry who might want to uh, partner with a toy like that. Definitely. And there were a lot, a lot, a lot of Wi-Fi fountains and food dispensers. And, and uh, I particularly liked the one that actually looked like a faucet. I thought that that was pretty nifty. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't remember who put that out, but um, it was a, you know, a basic motion sensor type of thing. But you also found one that you really liked uh, from Home Run Pet. Oh, yeah, they had a whole line of stuff, um, but they're, it just, it's it's super pretty, Mm. but it's also the first Wi-Fi controlled um, automatic water dispenser. Hmm. Um, It it looks like a treat dispenser on the food side, um, but it is actually 
uh, uh, like a, a food dispenser. Um, the water dispenser, though, is beautiful. I want one for my home just because it looks really super pretty. Right. Um, so the design aspect of it is gorgeous. Um, the functionality of it is is on is on point. Um, and it, they also have a bunch of uh, treat toys for cats, which I really like because we don't often see them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the cats kind of get left behind when we're talking about tech. So it's nice to see at this show um, that our tech-friendly companies thought of the cats um, and have given us, well, at Home Run Pet, they've given us a few toys that will interact with your cat. Awesome. Yeah, and I think uh, in general, I thought there was a lot there was a lot more out there for cats than I've seen in a long time. I mean, my friends at Hagen, I think uh, you talk to them as well. Uh, I love in general what they do with cat, but they have that whole cat it line of which I have about half and they just oh, keep yes, expanding yes. on that. And uh, talk about beautiful design. They do such gorgeous design over there. Plus, they had kittens they, like, in the booth, which was... Oh, they did, yeah. If you're smart, you put live animals in your booth because I can't resist. Yeah, totally. And they also, um, uh, speaking of Hagen, I'll just kind of use this to go into them. Uh, Hagen? Hagen. Hagen? Hagen, I think. Hagen. Hagen. Um, so one thing for, for those that are out there listening, Hagen's a huge company. They do... Pretty much, if if you can have it as a pet, they do something for it. They have a reptile line. They have a really great new reptile line that actually won a bunch of the awards at the show this year. Um, We're going to be doing an entire episode on um, reptile type of things, and we're going to be having them on to talk about that. But they've done a ton of research on habitats and everything that makes things work for uh, our scaly um, friends. But their aquatic line is gorgeous. Gorgeous. And I swear, I spent... 20 30 minutes just looking at their designs they have some um they had a guy come in who actually does design for you know beautification basically of of different types of uh arrangements within your aquarium and they had a black and white one with black and white mollies that was just phenomenal and they're beautiful yeah and, and and just in general i would just say that 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 they have lovely overall design of all of their stuff, but they have this system, which is where I'm getting to the tech part called <laughs> Fluval smart. And it's, it's all these interconnected things that have remote controls and all this stuff. And so it's, it's the filtration system. It's the lighting system and all this, but they have a brand new app. And I don't know if you went over and got to play with their wall of lights. With I their did. App. Oh, I could, so much fun. Oh my God. I could geek out there all day. So you can, so, so the, the idea is, you know, hey, much like us, fish are not in the same light or on and off all day long. There's all sorts of different light experiences that we have during life. And you, things like thunderstorms and, um, you know, uh, diminishing light at sunset or rising light at dawn and all these different um, types of light that you might have on a sunny day or a partly cloudy day. And they have these great systems that you can pre-program in these different light experiences for your fish. Um, and, and part of me wonders, is this just for the human experience of it? But, you know, the other part of me says, I can understand how this might be actually great for the, for the fish as well-being as well. I did like the fact that we got to see a thunderstorm happen in the, in the aquariums, which was really cool. And they got to do it on an app from a smartphone, which was yeah. I, just awesome. So that, that, I geeked out on that. Um, you had a couple other things, too, that you want to mention before we, before we left. We've got just a couple more minutes. 
Oh, okay. So I'm gonna we're talking about cats uh, before and how there was a lot more tech involved for them. The DJ Whiskers dancing cat toy. I'm so sorry. if your if your cat likes to um, you know drop some E and then rock out to techno music, this is the toy for your cat. Okay, maybe not the ecstasy. Okay, um, but the, this toy is amazing. So if your cat wants to get his groove on, you stream music through the wireless speaker in this cat toy, and then you. <laughs> You watch the toy jam out to the yeah, tunes. It's- it is hilarious. Plus, it has a refillable catnip container to, um, to get your cat in the dancing mood. Again, my first thought was, oh, my God, that would drive my dog Penny crazy. I love it. And then, you know, of course, the people are like, no, 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 it's not for dogs. <laughs> but of course, it's, it was just I when, when I saw when I heard about it, I just I couldn't stop laughing. Awesome. But it's so cute. It comes with the um, on top of its head. It comes with a little, you know, batting toy. So it's super cute. And it, it's super funny for humans to watch their, their cats get a little stoned and then rock out to music. I love it. I love it. You know, we are out of time. I got I just looked down at the clock and like it's it that passed so fast but thank you amy so much for coming on the show today really appreciate it thank you for having me and people you can go read a bunch of stuff that amy has written about the show at petguide.com and check out petlovergeek.com next week we're going to have everything that we talked about on the show uh our our fabulous gal sam is going to be putting it into a post so we'll have links to everything that we mentioned here on the show today uh look for that next week and uh of course we've got more stuff coming up in the weeks ahead we've got a great show uh on pet obesity we're going to be doing an entire show on um, these amazing supplements that we found at the show and we're going to have another science of pet food show coming up very quickly we're going to be focusing on the science behind raw feeding which is really exciting that's all coming up next on pet lover geek on voice america Thank you for tuning in this week for Pet Lover Geek. Please join your host, Lori and Clemens, for another edition on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go grab your best friend and take them out and enjoy the rest of your weekend.